This is the Yab Convocast, one-on-one conversations with your other brothers' authors, community members, supporters, and friends. What's up, friends, and welcome to the Yab Convocast, conversations with everybody. We're just making a goal to talk to everybody, everyone I can get on the line. And today is really great because we have a returning guest from our first run of ConvoCast episodes somewhere around a year ago. Um, You can go back, dive into the archives, and find one of our original ConvoCast episodes. He is not an original author, but he's pretty close. He goes he goes way back in our community. One of our first like people to join our community, actually. Maybe he'll talk about that today. I don't know. We'll we'll see where this trail takes us. But um, he is a prolific artist, creator, creator, and resident of the side B capital of the world. It is our dear brother, Eugene Heffron. What's up, Eugene? Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me again. It's good to have you back. It's been forever and a day. Give or take. Can you believe, can you believe we are still in a pandemic? We were in a pandemic the last time we spoke this way, and that yeah. is still a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just kind of funny to to think about that and it's kind of like like back then we were thinking like well hopefully maybe this will be over in the next month couple months or something like that and you know just find time to occupy ourselves until then and and it just kind of kept going and going and going and 2020 being 2020 more bad stuff started to happen more bad stuff started to happen more bad stuff started to happen and it's just like man it's like oh how young and innocent we were back then before things went really crazy I gave it, I gave the pandemic two months tops. I think that was in my head. I was like, okay, a month for us to get through the worst of it and then a month of recovery and then we're good. And how, how innocent was I at the time? I'm sure many people thought the same, but in any case, Eugene, it's good to, good to have you back. How have you been doing? How have you been holding up? Cause you've created kind of a name for yourself in our community you like to you like to make the rounds you love to travel you love to meet up with people i mean i do too i'm i'm i feel like we're cut from the same cloth in many ways but um but i know it's been a hard year of isolation for many people how has yeah how has have you been since the people last heard you audibly on this on this show well it you know it has been very hard it's been very hard on me i mean i mean the nice thing i mean sounds weird but the nice thing is that it's it's been a hard year for literally everybody um you know so you don't feel alone it's not like in years past where i really felt like i was the only one suffering with friendlessness and loneliness and that kind of thing and uh so it's still hard but you kind of remind yourself that it's been hard on everyone and yeah especially for me since i've loved traveling so much and meeting yabbers or various other side b folks or reader friends of mine um uh across the country and traveling and i've loved that so much and to not be able to do that has been pretty rough and i was able to do it a little bit last year though i was i did a trip to visit some yobbers in kentucky uh visited one yobber friend in chicago and um and uh visited our fellow blogger ben rutkowski and several of the other bloggers that are up there yeah. in, in michigan and um uh, and 
you know, I was being very careful. I couldn't help but be paranoid during the whole trip and everything. Like I wanted to avoid all the rest stops and just tried to only use the restrooms (laughs) and McDonald's and just run in, run out, see how long I could hold my breath or uh, just, just anything. But, uh, but then uh, during December, that's when the numbers skyrocketed and that's pretty much when my travel just went completely down. And uh, yeah, January through March was pretty awful it was super cold incredibly cold and hardly had any warm weather and i just was doing so much that i could to just get a change of scenery like traveling to any state parks that are a little ways away that i'd never been to before or mm-hmm. just just even if they're not all that great i'm just like i don't care i just need a change of scenery i need to do something and and uh but um i am now fully vaccinated i got my second vaccine second moderna vaccine a couple weeks ago and i got out of the yeah i got out of the two-week uh period after the second shot and the moment i did i went and visited a friend just this past weekend um one uh one uh dear yabber i mean he's not a yabber he's a reader friend um who reached out uh we need a name we need a name for people who aren't yabbers but enjoy yab like what we need to brainstorm a nice name right we used to have on our patreon we used to have yabbies that was like the lowest patreon tier like not quite a yabber but a yabby maybe that's what we call our our readers or listeners who haven't made the jump to patreon yet we can call them maybe we can call them yabbies let's 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 roll with that we can workshop (laughs) other names too that works yeah a lot of times when i say reader friend people don't really know what i mean i I was talking about that with one guy and he's like oh someone in the book club like no no he reads my blogs not the book club yabbies we need to make yabbies a thing (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's awesome yeah fully vaccinated cool it's awesome to meet a fellow moderna man fellow we're we're the hashtag moderna men we're we're rocking it for moderna in our group we had a little we had a little vaccine war in on our discord recently so it was fun to see people people um choosing sides whether you're a pfizer i forget what they call themselves but I think Moderna men was uh, was the other Fizies. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But that's cool. Yeah, I hope I hope traveling for you and for me for anyone who loves traveling. I hope that is a thing. I'm actually about to embark on a trip myself, so I'm really excited to just make that more of a routine, more of a thing. Not only the places like you were mentioning, parks and changes of scenery, but then but then all the people along the way. Like that's been a huge that's been a huge part of my life the last few years. Just like I know it's been a huge part of yours. So so yeah, here's to more travels and more get-togethers in 21. Fingers fingers crossed. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm making plans with as many people as I can. I just there's just so much I want to do and all this lost time I want to make up for and uh, it's just so many places I want to go to, people I want to meet for the first time or people I want to meet for the second, third or fourth time or the millionth <laughs> time and oh, just so much stuff I want to do. It's uh it's overwhelming but in a good way. Yeah, for sure. And this is still super early. We haven't like confirmed anything yet, but we're also on behind the scenes. We're trying to plan another in-person retreat this year. We're trying to make that happen. And we're just like waiting. We're in the wait and see mode. We, we've, we've got a weekend claimed staked out later this year, but we're going to, yeah, we're waiting and seeing. And that would be, that'd be really fun if we can get, uh, you know, 30 or 40 of us together again. That would be, that'd be really cool. But, but anyway, we'll see, we'll see where 2021 takes us. Um, Eugene, I want to, since we're, we're welcoming you back, I wanted to, to toss it to you first and see if there's anything that you would like to discuss in our, as we're getting this conversation off the ground. Well, uh, well, one thing I was thinking about is, well, just today, 
you had a blog come out about the first time you, you know, like messed up with someone while cuddling. And I'm kind of the guy who's most well known for you are the cuddle, the cuddle bug. Yeah, I need to yeah. I need to for people listening, we need to put a timeline disclaimer out there because I have no idea when this episode's coming out. So so if you look at my recent blog post, it did come out today as of this recording, but I wrote a blog post recently, if you're listening to this when it came out, um, called the first what did I call it? There's a lot of words. Um, essentially, yeah, crossing crossing physical boundaries with another guy. If you search our blog, you'll find it. But um, but that is what you are referencing. Yes. So continue. Yeah. Well, it's just uh, it's something you know that I um, even though I'm I'm the guy who's like written about uh, cuddling and everything and uh, experienced a lot of that. And uh, it's just uh, in it, you know, admittedly, it's some it's something I haven't really written about like the prospect of uh, screwing up because well honestly that hasn't mm. really happened at least not in a major way with me basically it's um uh yeah but it's uh, it's kind of interesting like uh it's just it's just one of those things where i think it would be important to look at like if you do mess up if something does happen with you and a cuddle partner uh what do you do what's the best way to handle it um mm -hmm. i think i think that's definitely an important thing to to talk about because i know it does happen it's you know it's, i've heard about it happening with some people and everything and um i guess in some respects it's kind of inevitable but uh but it's it's something yeah. to, to talk about yeah and there are varying like state levels of <laughs> of messing up and crossing boundaries right so there's physical boundaries there's emotional boundaries and um and while I don't want to get too specific with this particular friend and this particular story, there definitely was, there wasn't anything like, like no sexual touch and no, um, no kissing or anything like that, but there is just inappropriate touch. And I, I kind of, it's a story I've held in like my back pocket for many years now. Cause I've just been like, gosh, like this is a really vulnerable story. And I'm, you know, I've made my mark in the land of vulnerability for the last eight or nine years, but um, but this was one that just was like, man, I don't know if I'm ready to, to tell this story yet. And when I started this cuddle, cuddle chronicle series is what I've been calling it. Um, when I started, I was like, okay, I know somewhere down the road, I don't know if it's going to take seven tries or three tries or how many posts are going to come in the meantime. But I know, I know this was one that I wanted to, to tell because it was the first time that was a definitive oops, a definitive crossing the line. Cause, cause previously this was part three, the previous parts I, um, were kind of more just like questionable iffy. like I, there was a lot of conversations surrounding it and, and I ultimately landed on, I didn't think boundaries were crossed, but it was by far like the most, um, the most I'd ever stepped into physical touch to that extent. So, um, so yeah, it took, it took me, uh, three parts into this series to get to the part where, where, yeah, lines were crossed and, um, you know, definitely one of my, my biggest regrets in my life, if I'm, if I'm really honest, but, um, but to my friend's credit at the time, like super, you know, once we crossed the grief and like the, the huge emotional, um, outpouring on both ends, like we had some really great conversation about it. And, um, that's what you can hope for is like, if, uh, if something like that happens, like, um, we were good friends and there was a lot of just intense emotions surrounding everything. And so looking back, it's super obvious that we were kind of on that trajectory to something happening at some point. But, um, but that was a great marker in the friendship at the time to just like, um, yeah, to have a good check-in to have a good conversation, which, which I know in your post, when you've written about cuddling, like you've, you've been very clear about writing about like boundaries and expectations and kind of talking out where, where the, where it's going. Right. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, well, it seems like 90% of the time when I, I've talked with some people that have uh, messed up during puddles or something, like a lot of the time they say they didn't uh, establish boundaries uh, before uh, before going into that. And I'm kind of like, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I hate to oversimplify it. I don't mean to oversimplify it like that, but but it is a very important thing. And I think um, if if it does go too far or something like that, um, I think it's, uh, you know, it's important. Well, uh, one thing you did that was really good is you and your friend talked about it. You didn't freak out and then push each other away and run away or something like that. And thinking well, you're the- I will say, I will clarify, I did freak out, but it was a quick freak out, like of, uh, you know, taking 24 hours to to feel the feel the feels but then yes circling back to a conversation (laughs) yeah well not like not like freaking out like blocking them on facebook and then never talking to them again or something like that like i've heard things like that happening um and yeah well i think that's the mature thing to do and whenever um when things go too far i think it's important to say like okay maybe no more of this no more of that and you know if things keep going going that way if you cuddle again then it might be you know, necessary to say we need to put cuddles on hold at least for a while and not do this anymore if we can't really stick to our boundaries and that kind of thing. And uh, and there have been times where I've cuddled with people where some of them thought, eh, maybe this wasn't really a good thing to do. Eh, maybe no more of this or maybe that was a bit too much. And it's like, okay, yeah, fine, fair enough. We'll just not we'll just not do that anymore and just hold off on that. We we stick to that basically. Well, that's good. That kind of brings up a question that I might have for you then. I'm not going to, well, not might have, I do have, um, for you. So you've written about cuddling a few times. I imagine you've got more cuddling stories to come. I can't imagine the cuddling well has run out. So we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. But, um, but yeah, I want to ask about that. Cause when you're establishing friendship, when you're building friendships with yobbers or yobbies or whatever they are, um, and you have these conversations about cuddling and people are receptive to it. Um, or maybe they're receptive to it and then you you do it, you sit close together on a couch or you hold hands or, or whatever it looks like. Um, and then they don't want to continue that anymore. How do you, how do you take that? Do you, is it easy to say, okay, fine, I don't, that's fine. I respect your boundaries and your wishes or, or is there some part of you that like wants that, for lack of a better term, wants them to get over it or wants them to just, uh, since you love it so much and since it's meant so much to you to have that kind of connection with other men, like, like, how do you, how do you feel that? Um, yeah, well, of course I want to respect that as much as possible and meet people where they're at. I don't want to force people to do anything they're, they're uncomfortable with. And I never do. If, uh, if someone says, uh, they're not comfortable with that and it's like, yeah, it's totally fine. Um, there was a yabber I got together with uh, at one point last year who was kind of like that. And, uh, and there are sometimes, you know, I'm a sensitive guy. And honestly, there have been some times where I've met some people where, yeah, we're kind of clicking well. They just sort of say, you know, I'm just not comfortable uh, cuddling and that kind of thing with you or whatever, just or for whatever reason. And uh, sometimes there is that sensitive part of me that just gets kind of like, oh, you know, it's like the part of you that just can't help but maybe feel just a little hurt by it. Of course, I, I respect their wishes and everything, but there's sometimes sometimes there's a, can be a little part of you that feels a bit dejected by that. But I try to keep it in check as much as possible and not explode into a drama queen over it or anything. Yeah, and I'm sure that's a journey, a journey of uh, <laughs> maturing and just kind of uh, finding that balance because it's like in relationship, it takes two 
to give and take, right? And with, with physical touch and cuddling, people draw different lines in different places. And so that can be, I imagine that can be challenging with various people who draw their lines at different places that you would draw your lines. And um, no one person is necessarily right or wrong, but for them, for their journey, whether it's for spiritual reasons, for emotional reasons, um, for whatever the reasons, like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a journey of just respecting where people are at on their journey and uh, and not taking it personally. I know that can be, easier said than done. But uh, yeah, I feel you on that as a fellow, as a fellow sensible, I, uh, I feel that. Yeah. As a fellow four. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. The thing is, is that a lot of you know, my journey with this and meeting a lot of yabbers and having things like uh, cuddling or various other intimacies or that kind of thing. It's a lot of it has been very experimental in a way. I mean, not that kind of experimental, but, <laughs> but just kind of like trying to figure out, um, uh, what works, what doesn't, because uh, there, you know, there are kind of a lot of those gray zones there a little bit, uh, trying to, trying to best have intimacy with someone that's, that's biblical and, um, and, you know, and it's just like a cautious exploring of gray zones without going too far ahead <laughs> or going in irresponsibly or recklessly or anything right. like that. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting, especially sometimes when we can often have like such a, a cocktail of, uh, of feelings and emotions kind of going into it and all that kind of thing, which can be often hard to decipher a little bit. Like, like sometimes, yeah, when you cuddle with someone, sometimes it can feel arousing, but, um, but on the other hand, it's like, I don't exactly go into it wanting to have that feeling. I'm often wanting to have like the more of the warm fuzzies in my heart sometimes like I often have that emotional longing for it and that kind of thing and so it's um it's it's interesting like that when you try to navigate all that and when you have a lot of complex feelings bouncing around inside of you a little bit yeah absolutely I'm glad you mentioned arousal because like it's not a sin to be aroused like my goodness people get men women too I'm sure I've, I've heard get aroused at the most random things sometimes and whether you're with people or whether you're by yourself like definitely not a uh, a sin to experience that feeling it's just like okay now this is a thing this is a thing that's happening and a lot of that's you know tied to our connections with other men and, and wired into our friendships sometimes and so that can happen with fellow gay ssa folks it can happen with straight folks as well and just like yeah. learning to learning to grow up and deal with these these feelings and these <laughs> these experiences Oh yeah. I mean, it's just sadly a lot of the time, sometimes the area downstairs can have a mind of its own. I mean, one time I was uh, <laughs> cuddling with my, cuddling with my dog and yeah, I kind of felt that a little bit, which was kind of weird. Um, and I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not joining your other bestialities anytime soon or anything, but, uh, no, and I was, that's I was another blog. Yeah. And I was talking with one guy who says, and he's cuddling with kids. Sometimes he feels that way. And, uh, with his, you know, it's his own kids and everything. And he's just kind of, and it, you know, of course that's kind of awkward, but I think sometimes that's just sort of like the natural response to physical touch on any form or on any level, yeah. basically sometimes. Yeah. I mean, physical touch, it's a, it's a powerful thing and it's definitely, um, that's kind of the motivation as our conversation winds down here is the motivation behind my, my blogging series is cause it's this, it's been this like powerful elixir of a thing in my life for, for the better part of a decade now. And, and I've referenced it here and there, you know, but this has been like my first like deep foray into these, these really pivotal experiences and friendships over the years. And some of the friendships survived and some of them didn't. And, um, it'll be fun. Well, I say fun 
I'm, I, I embrace the hardness and the sadness of dealing with, um, with all of these difficult stories, but it'll be not, maybe fun's not the right word, but it'll be rewarding to get to the other side of this. However, however longer I have to go to keep writing about these stories and, and to finally feel like I can exhale and be like, okay, I finally, finally told all those hard stories that I've been, that I've just been kind of sitting on and waiting to see what to do with them. So, so thank you for bringing that up. I feel like this conversation maybe was more about me, but like, you definitely put in your input in our closing minute or two. Like I definitely wanted to shout out your recent blog because it aligns with this podcast in a nice way. Um, and you're talking about nature versus nurture. Um, the age old question, why are we the way that we are? Um, so for anyone who hasn't read it yet, do you want to just give a quick plug for your latest blog? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, easily probably one of the most controversial subjects, I guess. And when it comes to the debates over homosexuality, I mean, some people, it, I mean, the, the blog will basically sort of won't take a side or anything. It'll just basically kind of examine what, what people on one side are saying. Some people believe it's totally nurture. Some people believe it's totally nature and just kind of the arguments and contradictions and how it can be a headache. And sometimes you know, you yourself want to figure out why, why you're this way and, and sometimes just not getting any answers and um, just having to learn to live with it. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's a great post. And I feel like I'm going to give you props, Eugene. I feel like your artwork, it's you're upping your game. It's getting more like elaborate and more creative. I don't know what the right words are, but I just am like, when you compare it with some of your first drawings, there's just like a level of complexity there that I feel like was um, that you've got, kind of gained and gathered along the way. So that's been cool to see your, not only your story unfold as you tell these stories and share your thoughts, but to see your artwork that you do for every single post that you've put out, like to see that evolve as well. So that's cool. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's been fun to work on. Yeah, we talked about your artwork. I remember talking about your artwork in our last uh, combo cast. If listeners want to go back, whether you're a yabber, a yabby, something in between, if you want to go back and listen to Eugene's first combo cast, um, I remember we did talk about your artwork there. And I got to say, Eugene, as we end this episode, what a great audible experience this was compared to our first time, because this is a little behind the scenes magic. I never mentioned it because I just wanted it to be as try to play it off as professionally as possible. But but that entire episode, my original, it was kind of, you were, you were part of history, Eugene. My original Yab microphone decided to break on that episode. And you could, you mentioned at the start that you could barely hear me. And I was like, what is he talking about? It's on full blast. Like it's, it's his problem, right? Right, his earphones are, are messed up or something. So we just played it off, even though you couldn't hear me hardly that whole episode we did. Um, and then to my like horror, when I played it back, when I played back the recording, I could not hear myself either. My voice was like I was 100 yards away. And uh, what I had to do to make that episode work was I actually, because I heard myself, I could still hear myself, but just barely, I had to re-record the parts that I spoke. And so what you hear on that episode, behind the scenes magic, is Eugene's voice in real time, but then it's Tom's voice like, three days later or something, just re-saying everything that I said and trying to play it off as if I'm responding to you in the moment. It was it was one of my proudest moments of trying to make something some something beautiful come from the ashes of that episode. So, <laughs> so listeners, if you want to relive that magic, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I have to admit, I, I was listening to it and I kind of had to not listen to it because I got self-conscious. I noticed I was really like, like, you know, really like stuttering over my words quite a lot in that. And I think it was because I was, I think I was a little bit 
flustered with the audio problems. So I think I got a bit nervous and was sort of flustering, yeah. a little flustered on my words. But uh, hopefully this was a more coherent sounding me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I apologize. That was probably not your best um, uh, introduction to Yab Audio World when my microphone decided to break. But I have since acquired a new microphone. It's been working great ever since. So um We'll see. Thankfully, it, I still see lights going. I still see lights going and you can hear me. So that would have been something if this microphone decided to break today. Then we would have been like, hmm, is Eugene cursed? What is going on? <laughs> but as of now, you are not cursed. So um, okay. Eugene, yeah, thank you for coming on. Check out our blogs. Links will be posted, I guess, to all of our blogs that were referenced in this episode. Check them out if you haven't already. Um, the ConvoCast is back, you guys, on a bi-weekly basis. We'll be back soon with another episode as we keep making the rounds. We keep meeting people in our community. So stay tuned to see who's going to be next. And of course, stay tuned for a new Yobcast as well. Um, thank you, Eugene, for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me, Tom. I'm it was great to be back. Absolutely. I look forward to reuniting with you again, the Moderna men and all of our other Moderna men in the community. Look forward to hopefully seeing all of you guys again soon. But until we escape this pandemic, remember everybody, you are not alone. Even the sparrow stays at home. See you next time, everybody. Bye.